One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to Redman News. I am Ross Chadley. Tom Dutton has just stitched me up going live there. He said we were live, then we weren't. And then apparently we are. Uh, this is brought to you in association with The Athletic. If you would like a seven-day free trial and 50% off your yearly subscription, head to www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash Redman News. The link will be in the chat and in the description after the fact. Uh, joined today by Jack Gill to talk through some Liverpool news, uh, some other bits. We're going to talk about the German football coming back as well. Uh, it's quite a, a big topic at the moment and a bit of escapism for us all. Uh, Jack, welcome. How are Hello. we? I, I'm, I'm going insane. So, okay. I'm, Jack, I'm... You, just before we start recording, you said you got to mute yourself. Do you want to explain to everybody why? Yeah, my brother's got a, a saxophone lesson, so he's. If you hear some nice saxophone music in the background, that that's why. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm going insane, Ross. I'm trying to do uni work. I'm trying to do other work, and I just got saxophone banging in my ears every five minutes. He's not even good at it. Well, you know. You've got, to, you've got to learn somewhere, haven't you? Um, let's start with this piece from The Athletic exclusive. Uh, Club medics query safety of Premier League return in a 100-point email. This comes from David Ornstein uh, of The Athletic. The communication seen by The Athletic is split into 10 subject areas. Within each of them, it contains multiple COVID-19 concerns that the medics have not been addressed, including approving guidelines that will still carry a risk of death, liability, insurance and testing for players, staff and their families, possible transmission via sweat and goalkeeper gloves, Suspicions that some clubs are already ignoring guidelines, increased risk for black, Asian, minority and ethnic groups, ability of emergency services to attend train ground incidents. Chad, this is something that I think us and I know a lot of other fans have kind of discussed. This is where our concern comes from, of, you know, great having Premier League football back. It's great having the footy back on TV. But all these all these concerns and it's, it's quite alarming, actually, that these haven't been addressed just yet, isn't it? And you think, do you think these would be the priority and, you know, the players' safety, the safety of their family, whether players actually want to come back and put their families at risk, you know, if you're on a, 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 you know, an individual basis, like, you know, we could go back into the studio, but I don't want to put, you know, my family at risk, you know, Tom doesn't want to put himself at risk and, and other things like that. You can understand why the, why the players think that and why these these addresses should, as these concerns should be addressed even. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there's there was that whole thing before it was halted as well, where yeah, they banned handshakes, but you know, it's still a contact sport. They're still grappling at corners. It, it, it's still contagious. It's airborne at the end of the day. So, you know, I, I think it, the, there are genuine concerns, um, and I think the good thing for the Premier League right now is is that the Bundesliga is obviously quite a few weeks ahead of us, um, and, and it's going to be interesting to watch that from afar and see the, the developments that happen there and, and what happens. But obviously, Germany uh, are in a lot better situation than us. They're, they've got a lot less deaths. 
Um, and it doesn't look as bad there as it is here at the minute. So I think we're still quite a while off seeing football being brought back. I know Dominic Raab said yesterday that obviously the government want football back quickly, but there's loads of things that could be. And I, I do think they need to have a thorough look into all the medical issues that, that can happen uh, if if the Premier League is rushed back too quickly. And, and to, be, to be fair, their, <laughs> their addressing of medical records and scientific things of what could happen, what would happen isn't fucking great either, is it? So that's why we find ourselves so far behind. So you know, maybe German football is the way forward for, for a few weeks. We, sp- we spoke the other day about the masks and uh, I said at the time about how actually I think that's more not not even necessarily to protect the players. It's more probably a mental thing to to make it seem like they're more protected because there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of issues. It's not not just about um, the fact of obviously wearing masks. We saw Wolves are going back to training. One way they've gone about it is washing their own kits and, and stuff like that. There's going to be loads of issues and, and loads of changes if if we are to see football back in in the next few couple of months few weeks um but yeah I, I i can understand why a lot of people are worried because the, we're, we're not really in a position right now where we can be talking about football coming back here anytime soon we we still had a lot of deaths yesterday you know it's we, we're still in a bad place here in england yeah it's shocking isn't it uh, let us know your thoughts on uh that subject and any of those that follow tom will collect them and we'll get to them as many as we can at the end uh some more clear Mbappe chat jack um <laughs> I'm not sure where, where I stand on this, but I'll just but I'll just explain it. But apparently, Kylian Mbappe's demanded uh, PSG release clause amid Liverpool transfer links. Um, Kylian Mbappe's reportedly demanded a release clause uh, to be inserted in any new PSG contract that he signs in case a top club comes calling. Mbappe strongly linked with Liverpool. We all know that stuff. There's there's two two things to this, Jack. Of if he wants to leave, why would he sign a new contract? And <laughs> if if this is true, like he says in case one of the big clubs calls like I'm not going to disrespect PSG but like they're they're they are a big big club and I don't mean that in comparison to Liverpool or Manchester United you know the, the champions again of, of of the French league you know they're, they're a big deal in France aren't they so it's, it's also a little bit disrespectful to them yeah the, the, there's been loads of stuff surrounding Mbappe during this this whole quarantine thing because He's definitely up there with with the best players in the world, and it's considering actually how long before you judge Mbappe against the likes of of Messi and Ronaldo. And you you look at his career and where he's at, at the minute. He's in France at PSG, where he's guaranteed titles. But you know, is is the French league a, a place where you can be seen as one of the best players in the world? Is is that a good enough standard to to do that? Is he and, challenging himself? Exactly. He's not, and, and you know, I, I think there's been a lot over the last few years about obviously if Real Madrid comes calling, he'll want to go, and obviously how he wants to play in England as well, and Liverpool would be his preferred destination, and yeah, it's it's all chat at the minute, it's it's all talk, but you know, to 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 make this man who who is a genuine contender, who who could be in in a few years a Ballon d'Or winner, you know, he, he's not far away from it now. He's a very very good player, and I I think personally he does need to test himself and and a move away from PSG. At some point in the not too distant future would be the best move for, for Kylian Mbappe. Does it strike you as strange? I mean, this obviously might not be fucking true, but if he has said that, like if your PSG was just not just go, no, I'm not doing that, like we want you to stay here, you know, here's, here's, another, 50, here's another fucking bag of money. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing though. I think Kylian Mbappe knows that he's at a club that won't necessarily need money. Uh, and I think at the end of the day, he knows that he's worth a lot of cash as it is. 
Um, PSG probably got in way too cheap for their own good because obviously there was a lot of weird things around that transfer window where somehow they managed to get him and Neymar in the same transfer window and they still haven't been punished for it. Um, but, you know, I, I think now looking at it, he probably understands that he's at a club that don't necessarily need money, so will never be in a situation where they necessarily need to sell him. So I think he'll probably be trying to cover bases. It doesn't necessarily mean that he wants to leave the club now, um, but I think he's thinking of the future and, and when his time comes that he wants to leave PSG. Um, he'll be able to get out of there easier than than usual. Yeah, true. Uh, Thomas popped a tweet from Mbappe, which is from the 29th of April, uh, which is a throwback Thursday. He just says, everyone is talking, but nobody knows. Miss my team. Uh, a picture of him in his PSG kit, so fuck knows. Maybe maybe just want to stay. Um, probably wouldn't blame him. Uh, moving on, Man City and Liverpool. Uh, interest in tussle for one of Europe's most prized teenagers. Both clubs have been sent south, scout, sorry, to watch KV Mechelen, Starlet Asta Franks, uh, on at least three separate occasions. This is interesting. Jack, will, you know, I'll get your opinion on this in a second. Um, but they've been seen three times at the turn of the year. European clubs like Bayern Munich, Feyenoord, circling and the cost would be initially 1.5 million. Uh, this is come from David Maddock in, in the mirror. So, you know, it's quite a, a reptile, well, a very reptile source. We love David Maddock uh, at the Redman TV. Um, so, in the first question, Jack, is getting someone who's 17 years old. I mean, that's surely a good sign. You know, you only cover the academy stuff quite a lot and maybe, you know, he'd go into that growth. But like, so if, if Curtis Jones moves on to the first team, potential Harvey Elliott, Neko Williams, but Liverpool going to continue that cycle to invest in, in that team and, you know, kind of put more put more money into it and kind of grow it if, if they can. And we take what's going to happen with the transfer window. We don't know. We might see a case where more money is going to go into, into these youth teams so that they can improve the players themselves rather than spending 20, 30 million pounds, which clubs might not have. Uh, absolutely. Jamie Carragher's really just released a video through through Sky um, talking to someone, I can't remember the fella's name now, but talking about academies and how after this we may see more youth players. Uh, Damien Camoli. Yeah, that's the one. Um, see more, uh, more, fella, uh, more people coming through the academies um, and stuff like that. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if after this people look for, for young talent, which is going to be a lot cheaper than already made, you know, players that are, are world-class or, or very good players from, from abroad. We spoke about, obviously, different issues we may have after this with, with bringing players from abroad. People might want to stay with their families in their country. People may find it even harder to, to actually move countries. It may be harder to get a visa. We don't know at this point. Um, but, you know, the, this player looks good. He's 17 years old. He's just broken through into the Belgian league. He's versatile. He can play in numerous different positions. You know, everything Jürgen Klopp likes in a football player. So, I, I think it's Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Obvious to see the links and when there's a lot of big clubs in Europe that, that are interested in a young talent, you know, we've got one of the best some of the best staff in, in, in the world in world football so you know I, th- I think we're obviously always going to be one of the names interested in the player like this so it's going to be interesting to see and, and obviously as you say David Maddox's a, a very good source so it, it might happen so so I think we'll have to give it time and, and see if he becomes a Liverpool player just just on that and I'm not suggesting this is why Neil Critchley got off but like you know he must be really good if you are Neil Critchley and you see the likes of Curtis Jones and Nick Williams you know making a step or steps towards the first team it's kind of like your job is done, but it's also like they're my best players. Like, you know, you, you want to see some sort of reinvestment into that team so you can, can sustain what, you, what you're building in that sense, can't you? Absolutely. I always say that being an under-23 manager or coach is one of the hardest things to do in football because actually you only know a couple of games before uh, days before the game that you won't be without your star players that day and, and how actually are you going to go around that? You've got to obviously have a, a good relationship with the under-18s coach to, to know who you've got from there to bring up and you, you've got to know every player inside out and I think Neil Critchley did an excellent job with Liverpool and there's, there's obviously no questions why he got that Blackpool job. I think I've said before Blackpool love a loan move and, and that's why they've gone for someone who is obviously very good at knowing young players who, who's bought through a lot of young players at Liverpool and you know I think Liverpool are in a, a really good uh, position going back to what I said before from from what Damien Camoli said um, I think we're in a really good position I think we've shown this year that it's not just our first team that has done excellently we've got some really good young players coming through as well so uh, you know I think after this we're one of the best clubs in, in the one of the best clubs in, in the best position to, to deal with the the, yeah. the implications of the coronavirus. Good to right. I'm uh, going to move on to some of the German football that we mentioned earlier. Um, there was a, a meeting today, but this is from this morning. Chris Williams, another good friend of the show, uh, said made 15th Bundesliga return was always a possibility. Made a ninth, almost fanciful. However, 22nd allows greater level of protection for all. An extra seven days ultimately adds more. No setbacks as such for the DFL. More the opposite. Uh, but in the past. Half an hour to an hour, Rafa Honigstein, that meeting has finished uh, with an update said Merkel's initial proposal leaked in the media, demanded a two-week quarantine for Bundesliga clubs. A second version has now crucially removed the two-week bit. One week, uh, as the league's medical paper might be sufficient, would bring us back to May the 15th. There's a possibility that the Bundesliga, Jack, might be back on Saturday. Uh, what day is it? A week on Saturday? Yes, yeah, some some good news finally, isn't it? Um, I think it's going to be great for for us to actually now we've got something to focus on, and you know the Timo Werner's rumours won't go away. So I'm just going to watch a, a load of Timo Werner, a load of Dortmund, just get get my dose of football back. Um, it's it's going to be good to see it back, but it's also interesting to see obviously. They are still getting cases of, of coronavirus in the Bundesliga. They're getting players and staff still coming down with it. Um, but obviously, they're regularly testing players now. They've got each club regularly testing players, keeping them away, still socially distancing where they can. 
um, and and actually they're they're still intending to carry on with the season. So, as I say, I think it's going to be interesting to watch this. What's going on in the Bundesliga? It's good that we've got someone to to look to and, and look towards, and and obviously if it works, we can follow their mould and and get the Premier League back sooner rather than later. Yeah, I asked this yesterday, or we discussed it yesterday on the, on the main Red Men YouTube channel uh, and on uh, Spotify and all that stuff for the, for the podcast of which team will you be following? I think you kind of just touched on it there. I think you've got to be on, on, on Team of Werner alert, are you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think... Uh... There's always been a bit of a bit of fondness towards Dortmund because obviously the Jurgen Klopp links and and they're just a similar club to to ourselves. But I think right now the, the thing that interests me the most is, is Timo Werner and and it's going to be interesting to to watch him in more detail. I obviously get to watch the Bundesliga quite a lot as a student. All I do is watch football. Um, but you know I I think at the end of the day you don't see it as much as you'd see the Premier League. So it'll be interesting to watch Timo Werner more and 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 a lot a lot more and and understand what he's about and whether he'd be a good addition to, to us in the summer. Yeah, because there's something to talk about because we have mentioned Team of Werner for a few days. Uh, moving on, Leroy Sané has apparently or reportedly agreed a five-year deal with Bayern in Munich. Uh, the Bundesliga side are now hoping Manchester City will lower their asking price. Uh, I think it's reported it's about £35 million. Shaq, I think, I, I mean, this, it's good because he frightens the life out of me and every time he, he plays with us I know he's been injured this season for the for all the season hasn't he um, but also £35 million if that fee is rumoured to be true it's an absolute steal yeah this this rumour's not gone away for a few years as it would leave us to, to buy in I think obviously the, the thing is, I think he's a scarily underrated player and I think Man City have really missed him this season. And when people talk about how they've obviously had a massive dip this year, they often look to Laporte's injury and other things. But nobody really mentions Leroy Sane. Um, and, you know, I think he's one of City's best players. As, as you say, I think he's a scary player. He's a young player. And it's going to be a big loss for Man City to lose Leroy Sane. And, you know, I think it'll be an excellent signing for, for Bayern Munich. And especially if it's the price that they're saying there. Um, but, you know, it's, it's excellent news for us because a, a rival loses a, a top, top player. Um, but, you know, it, it would be nice to, to make a cheeky bid if he is. If he is you know what? I was just about to ask you that. Yeah, even if it's just a boil piss a little bit, or just a wine and water. Yeah, go on. It's, it, they're never going to say yes, are they? So just yeah. just a cheeky bid. There you go. Have that. Um, yeah. but he's probably got something to do with the fact he wants to go back to Germany. I, I, I'm not sure. I understand that. Yeah, but you know, I, I think it's still good news for us nonetheless because if it's 35 million, then City will probably have to spend almost double that to get a player as good as him. Yeah, and yeah, it's also strengthened by Munich as well, doesn't it? You know, obviously Liverpool the only team so far that have qualified for the Champions League. Again, we don't know what's going on with that next season, but you know, they were tough when we played them before. But coming against Lewandowski, Serge Gnabry, and you know, Leroy Sané is not going to be a, an exciting prospect, is it? I think I think the issue though is that it might cause Man City to step up in in getting Jadon Sancho, um, because obviously a former player of theirs as well, and. You know, it might be interesting to see if that's who they go for to replace him. But, you know, they're, they're a club that's being looked at by FFP a lot at the minute. So it's whether they can actually go out and spend that much money on a player. It's true, yeah. Um, thank you for all your comments. going to read some of them out now. Stephen Somerville with the Green Super Chat. Thank you very much. Uh, he says, I encourage everyone tomorrow night at 8 o'clock to watch Liverpool, uh, to watch LFC TV, a full replay of the Barcelona game. Uh, Jack, I, I'm definitely going to watch that. I think I, I spent yesterday afternoon scheduling a load of tweets and stuff and as it was going through it's gone fine just like some of the stuff like I've watched the highlights like god knows how many times in the past year but I can't believe it's been a year since that happened yeah I've done for, I've done a view for the cop in the last couple of days with um, 
with Matt Addison from the Liverpool Echo and he, he sent me the email through with the questions and, and obviously I've seen that and I didn't realise it was a year on Thursday so me and my dad enjoyed obviously reminiscing what happened this time last year and just how good that night was and you know I, I've often said on the Red Men TV and to my dad that you know as, as a person without a wife and kids I can easily say that was the best night of my life and you know I get a, a nice smile from my dad every time as a man with a wife and three kids I still know that it was one of the best nights of his life as well so yeah you, know, you just can't say that in front of your mum can he yeah. Exactly. So, you know, it, it was one of them. It's just an incredible night. And I often say we, we talk about, obviously, we're a club that's had so many uh, amazing nights over the years. And, and we're very lucky with that. But, you know, this Barca thing actually being there in the stadium, you know, Mission Impossible, it being against Lionel Messi's Barcelona. It was meant to be their year after the free kick he scored at the new Camp against Thurston, not having Salah and Firmino that game. It, it's just, it was just brilliant. And, and you know, it's something that I'm, I'm never going to forget. And I know probably everyone that was there that night or everyone that's a Liverpool fan in the world um, will probably never forget that night. That's tomorrow night's entertainment sorted anyway. Uh, Josh Owen says, just had the players in full hazmat gear running around for 90 minutes. Lovely, <laughs> lovely suggestion, Josh, but I can't see that taking off quite yet. Um, on Mbappe, Mark John Serra says, in relation to the Mbappe deal, do you think Liverpool or land move for him in two years' time to place one of the front three? I would love that to happen, but I don't think Liverpool will want to spend that amount of money, the amount of wages on someone like that. I think it kind of just ruins everything. It's a question of what Mbappe wants for me. If he's willing to ultimately fucking half his wages and, you know, his fee comes down, if he doesn't sign a new contract, then maybe you can talk about that situation. But for me, Jack, it's like, he's he's one of them. He's like, got to be one of the best in the world. Or, you know, he's up there already. I just can't see Liverpool doing it. Yeah, it's it's unrealistic, especially with with the unprecedented times we're obviously in at the minute. It's it's very difficult to have an opinion on on any player that's you know got the cheapest wages in the world, let alone someone of Kylian Mbappe's caliber. And um, we don't know whether the transfer market's going to reset itself as well. We we just don't know what's what's going to happen with football going forwards. And listen, I think everyone would love Kylian Mbappe at the club, as I said before. He's one of the best players in the world right now, and he's not too far off Messi and, and Ronaldo and the ability they're at right now. But you know, I, I think it, it's very unlikely and, and, you know, I've got myself excited far too many times over this past year over a player that is very unlikely to join Liverpool. But, you know, I, I can dream, I can hope, but I, I, very, I, I highly doubt it. Yeah, I do. So uh, on the Belgian kid, uh, Oksana says, I'm Belgian. I've never heard, I've never seen him, but I'm glad a young talent have been linked with the big boys. Do some research for us. Let us know more about him. Uh, on Leroy Sané, S100 says, bargain, but he's prone to injuries. Mike Thornburn says, good riddance to Sané. I'm sick of him scoring against us. I think we can all agree with that. Uh, Rob D, bargain deal, especially given the current climate. And Rob D also says, reckon Michael Edwards could get him for 25 million. <laughs> From again, it was a disagreeing with that, Harley. Uh, keep your comments coming. Uh, let us know your thoughts on all the subjects that we have covered uh, in the comments below. We'll try and reply to them later on tonight. Um, this is in association with The Athletic. So if you do want that seven day free trial and 50% off your yearly subscription, head to www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash Redmen News. We'll be back, me and Jack, on Friday with the rest of the news for this week. Uh, until then, stay safe and we'll see you then. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of The One. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.